Welcome back to the Press Start Podcast. I am your host, Dalen Weatherup, joined once again by the lovely Dayton Brown and Hunter Starso. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me yet again on this beautiful evening. Yes. Uh, by that, I mean it's 1130 at oh, night. Oh, um, I can open my window. You can open your window. That's why you're so hot. Uh, today, we are going to spend a little bit of time talking about our kind of favorite games, game franchises, and what have you. Kind of just, we're all big gamers, so, so we're just kind of going to be talking about kind of the, our favorite things that we've played throughout our lives, and it'll be not just xbox or playstation stuff but it's kind of open to any time frame any console kind of whatever we feel like talking about um so i will kick us off because i know there are a few ones that will be shared between me and dayton um so i and we won't talk about it for too long because i don't want to have this podcast episode go on for like four hours or something mm-hmm. um but we are going to start with Destiny. Um, for me, this is probably number one. And I don't really have a ranking for anything other than Destiny, but Destiny is probably number one just because mm-hmm. of the impact that it has had on my life. Um, and I think, Dayton, you could probably agree with that. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, I think not only just because of how good it is, um, not that there weren't bad times, but how good it is, and because it's been around for so long, and we kind of not grew up with the developers, but kind of grew up with the developers, because yeah. this was their first, this was Bungie's first big series outside of Halo, uh, so it felt like we kind of went on the journey with them, um, and at least for for Dayton and I, this kind of created our high school friend group. Um, we talked about this, school. yeah, yeah, middle school and high school. This kind of we talked about this in our Destiny episode. If you haven't listened to that, you should go listen to that one. It's like an hour and forty minutes of us just talking. Our very about first one. Yes. Um, quite a quite a good episode, I should say. Um, that was a great one. But it kind of created our friend group and there are definitely people that I am friends with that I probably wouldn't be friends with if I hadn't played Destiny um, and I think you share a cer- the certain or the same mindset Dane yeah definitely um, I mean what, just like, honestly go watch the Destiny podcast if you haven't yeah, that one just is, go watch the Destiny episode shares, it shares all of our feelings about it but I will say the core memory of this game was you know it was you me Davis um, and then Grant like a few like maybe two weeks or no Grant, Grant kind of started it with Davis so I guess it was the four of us and then we kind of got everyone you know playing it and yeah. Um, it was just a great time to play the game. You know, they were developers were starting out. We were starting out playing it. It was just a great, a great game to play. Um, so many fond memories of this game. Uh, still, we still somewhat play it today whenever, whenever we can. Um, but yeah, I love this game. I, I, it's definitely my number one. I can't really think of any other game that I've played more than this game or enjoyed as much. I definitely have enjoyed a lot of other games, but 
this one's a big one for definitely me and Dalen. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I love this game. Uh, and I will get the link to the Destiny podcast and put it in the description of this episode, but you should definitely go listen to it. It's about an hour and 40 minutes long. Uh, so if you've ever been wanting to listen to two dudes rant about Destiny for an hour and 40 minutes, uh, we have the podcast for you. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. And Hunter is here too. Hunter hasn't had a chance to talk yet because we've been spieling. But uh, right. Hunter, <laughs> I know a game that we have been playing a lot together recently has been Apex. Um, in our freshman year of college, we were roommates. And so that kind of, it's weird to say, like, brought us together. But, I mean, shit, we played Apex every day for, like, the entire semester. We lived and breathed that game. Yeah, we definitely lived and breathed that game. We played, I I would say, at least five or six days out of the week. And we played for hours at a time. We grinded that game. We got pretty good, too. We got very good. But so that that was a big game for us. Uh, so I am just going to run through my list real quick, and then I'll let y'all run through your lists, and then we'll kind of come back. Or not necessarily the list, but just list out some of your favorite games or franchises, and then we'll come back and we'll just have like a roundtable discussion kind of on what we think, and then like honorable mentions, and what are you playing right now versus... What do you miss playing and all that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah. So I have I have Destiny that we already talked about, and then I have Smite, which is a game similar to League of Legends um, that I have been playing for probably also about eight years, similar to um, the amount of time I've been playing Destiny. A little shorter, maybe around seven years, actually. Um, but that was a big game for me. Me and a few of our friends. Dayton plays it too, but not as much. Um, I've tried to get Hunter to play it. That's been an adventure. Um, I got a I got a chance to try it, and I was noticeably worse than everybody else I played with. But, you know, it was worth trying. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth trying. Um, but then obviously I have I have Apex. Uh, Apex is definitely the most recent of these games that I've kind of picked up because I played it right when it came out uh, and then stopped playing it up until last year and then have been pretty big into it ever since then. Um, and then I have the Assassin's Creed and Halo franchises are in there. Uh, the Assassin's Creed franchise, I've I've played every game pretty much that they've ever released except for I think Syndicate and Unity are the two that I haven't played. Um, but I've played every other game and that's a whole yeah i have to actually have a whole episode planned on assassin's creed and how that series has changed um, yes but then obviously halo as somebody that's had an xbox their whole life halo has been kind of that franchise since i was a kid and first started playing like one of the first games i ever played was halo reach um so halo has been a big was a big part of my childhood and it was one of the first like multiplayer games that I played was Halo Reach and like Halo 4. Um then I I have Battlefront. Not like I love love the old ones. Those were some of my original favorite games, but then the new Battlefront 2 for as much controversy as was behind it at launch and there certainly was a lot of it. Uh I think that game developed into one of the best games that I have ever played, especially from 
a standpoint of playing it with friends. Uh, yes. uh, there are many, many very long nights of us playing Battlefront together. And then lastly, I have the Tomb Raider franchise. Now, this is a bit, this one will definitely be unique to me. Uh, I don't think Dayton or Hunter have ever played a Tomb Raider game. Um, but but this is. Really. No, I haven't. It's a bit of a more of a niche franchise, but it is definitely one of my favorites. The new, the newest one. It's not new anymore, but the newest, most recent uh, entry in the series, the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It was the third in a reboot trilogy, basically for the game. As Tomb Raider is one of the oldest franchises in gaming, it is has been around for a very, very long time. Um, but that game has probably one of the best stories that I've ever seen in a video game. Um, and Lara Croft is probably one of the best characters between the entire trilogy of the reboot is probably one of the best stories of a character that I've seen in a very long time. Uh, so that is kind of my list and I don't really have a de facto order per se, other than destiny at number one. Um, so I will pass it on to you gentlemen for whoever would like to go next. All you, buddy. You. All right. <laughs> you have a okay, um, so obviously Destiny at one for me. The next, the next six I put in an order, it can definitely be changed here and there. But for right now, as of the 10 minutes uh, of preparation that I put into this, I think these are, this is my definite order for tonight. Don't you mean the, um, the 10 days of prep that we put into this? This yeah, is a sorry. heavily researched yeah. podcast. Yeah, I have uh, pieces of paper uh, taped on my wall of research that I've done <laughs> on these games. Um, so the second game would be the COD franchise now. I could get a lot of backlash for this. Uh, the newer CODs, not so much. The older CODs, um, Black Ops. Black Ops 2 especially is what I put as yes. the uh, the game in my number two because I remember Dalen and I especially uh, with his older zombies. brother would uh, always play zombies. And um, that, was, that was just a lot of memories because it was a lot when we were younger. You know, we get off school, we'd always go to your your dad's house and yeah. play black ops two and have a lot of sleepovers. And we'd always play black ops and Minecraft and a lot of things. So it was just really fun. Um, that was definitely, that's definitely a game that has a lot of memories for me. Um, and then at three, I put Assassin's Creed black flag and Assassin's Creed three, not, not the entire franchise. Definitely Assassin's Creed is definitely more, uh, better in the first games than it is after they branched out. Although Odyssey is definitely one of my favorite games I've ever played. Odyssey is um, my hot take, but Odyssey is my favorite Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Um, I would say newer combat style. Yes, Odyssey is by far. Yeah. Um, but I just, something about Assassin's Creed 3, you know, I love, yeah. I love Boston and I love history. So Assassin's Creed 3 was big for me. Revolutionary War. Um, and the black flag, obviously, you know, sailing the open seas, all that shit. That was, that was a fantastic game. I said, those two games are very, very good. Um, without the voice crack, um, number four, uh, um, this one was one I played a year and a half ago, I want to say, um, but it's Detroit become human. 
And this game was probably one of the best story games I've ever played. I've never, this was one of the first games I got on my computer. And there was just something about this game that was amazing and that I really loved because it was, you know, taking these robots, these people that are, um, you know, not considered humans. Well, they take people's jobs and everything. And it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I'll leave it to the game for you guys, but that's, it's just an amazing game in my opinion. Um, and the fifth slot I have resident evil. Resident evil has been a great, great franchise. I did not play the older ones cause I was very young and horror things terrified me till I was about 14 or 15. Now I love them. Um, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, and Resident Evil Village, which was the first game I played on my PS5. Those were I knew amazing, I one. amazing games. Village was um, so good. It was one of Village was one of the best games, and one of the first games I played in 4K FPS on my PS5. That game was oh fairly, my god, it was fairly certain I pooped myself at least once during that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that game was so breathtaking. The environment, everything about Resident Evil came to life in that game. They tied in so much stuff from past games and it's just that was one of the best games I've ever played. I just I just love 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 that game, especially Biohazard 2. Biohazard 2 was very very good. At 6, I have Pokémon I mean, I, 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 you can't really go wrong with any of those games. I've literally wanted to buy a Switch pre the new Wii Switch Sports and Mario Battle Strikers that's coming out. Uh, I would literally only want to buy it for the Pokemon games that come out on Switch. Isn't Pokemon that kind of what you did, been... Hunter? Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's what I would have done, probably, yeah. But, yeah. I feel that though. I would definitely match you on that. I definitely, I think I have that a little bit higher up. I've been yeah. playing Pokemon since I was so little. No, I know. Yeah, I was. I put uh, the Pokemon Fire Red version that I have on my Game Boy. I still have my Game Boy. Um, I'd still go back and play that sometimes. But ever since, I think I was six or seven when I got my Game Boy, and I would just literally play Pokemon and Super Mario on that thing. It was so much fun. Um, and then seven. I don't think I would put this lastly. I think if I had 12 or 13 days of research, I might put this a little bit higher. Um, but I wanted to put the Wii in general. The Wii was something I paid or played um, ever since I was nine. Um, Wii just has a special place in my heart because that was... Actually, well, 360 was my first console, and I think Wii was my second. You know, I had a DS and a Game Boy before that, but... Wii was just something, you know, creating Miis, playing all the games. You know, Lego Star Wars was on Wii. Um, a lot of Mario games were on there. You know, Wii Sports, Wii Party. We play, you know. It's just, you can't go wrong with Wii games. Just Dance was huge on Wii when it came out. I always did the Michael Jackson Just Dance. That shit was fun. I would, you know, grab my crotch. My mom would walk by. She'd be like, what are you doing? Playing Michael Jackson Just Dance, Mom. That's what I'm doing. Uh, um, but yeah, Wii games have a special place in my heart. But uh, I think that would be on my list. I would definitely rearrange it a little bit, but I think I think that would definitely be my list right there. So. Nice list. Now on to Hunter. 
Yeah, I don't have as uh, as much of a well put together list, but I have a lot of games that I put there, uh, put up there, probably at around top five and top seven ish. At number one, I gotta put uh, probably the Call of Duty series. I've been playing it since I was God two or three years old. My grandfather on uh, on the computer, like the old uh, played Call of Duty World at War and Call Call of Duty. Um, uh, just Call of Duty 2, like the original Call of Duty 2. We've been playing it, or we had played it all the time, and it's what got me into the Call of Duty series, and I can't really, I can't say enough about it. It's, even though the newer games are not as not as good, I don't think, they're, uh, the series itself has done so much for me, and it made a ton of memories for me. But um, apart from that, I have a mix of a bunch of uh, games that are really interchangeable, like I'd probably put uh, Minecraft and Pokemon, honestly, up there with the, uh, around the two to three mark. And along with that, I'd have more like uh, the open world type games. I'm very into, uh, per se, Ark Survival. It's more of a niche type game, and a lot of people don't have that up there, and a lot of people don't play it. It's a ton of fun. And if you're, it's a, it's more of a niche because dinosaur, dinosaur type survival game, and uh, not many people are into that. When you get into it and you actually start playing it, it's a ton of fun. You could burn so much time playing it. I, I love it. And um, along with that, you got more open world games like Far Cry. Like Far Cry, I enjoyed playing the more recent ones like Far Cry 4, That's Far Cry Primal. Yeah. They are such good games. I loved them. I played them religiously and the story was so well put together. Yeah. I've played them so much, and I, I've always been about the prehistoric ones, so the Far Cry Primal one sort of hit close to home. I, I don't know why, but I've been really into, I was always into like uh, the dinosaur-type survival games, and they sort of, it sort of fit in with Ark. They were both really good games. They went hand-in-hand, and they came out similar timing. They were very good. Um, but along with that, I've got more of, I guess you'd say, a... Uh, uh, looter shooters like um, I'd say uh, Borderlands Three. I've been playing a ton lately, and I've made I've I've played it with two of my closest friends. Actually, one was uh, a prior friend from high school, and he got me into it. And I got a, I got so much out of it. I made a, I made a ton of memories on that game, and I had a lot of fun with uh, with more of that experience because it was my first real looter shooter, and I'd not really experienced it aside from uh, I, I couldn't even name any of the prior ones that I played because I never got into any of them. And uh, afterwards I played it. I ran through it again and actually finished the game with Dalen here. And yeah. we had a, we had a blast on we it. Had we had so much fun. fun. So much fun. Yeah. We, we blew, we blew through the the story way too fast and it went, yeah. it went by too quick, but um, we, yeah, we fun of fun. Such a good game. It's, it's, a really good looter shooter, and if you haven't tried it, I definitely suggest testing it out because the amount of recommend. different the amount of different gun combinations and t- types of guns. It's, you, there's nothing like it. There's no other games really out there that match it. Uh, but apart from that, I don't really have anything else that sits quite like those uh, for me. I've made I've made so many memories across those types of games and all those games that I've mentioned. Just because I, it more goes with what I've played with with friends and what I got got to playing a lot of. It's it's crazy to think that the the more uh, the more you enjoy the game is more because of the people you play with 
that's that's sort of what it comes down to with me. Uh, my list sort of consists of games I play with friends. I don't have 100%. any games up there that are that I've got that I play single player. Like single player games are fun, but they're not as memorable to me. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm very similar. The only I although I I do have a single player game. I have the Tomb Raider games, but those are so different right. because it's uh it's more of a puzzle game. So that's my quote for a lack of a better term defense for having a single player game. I am definitely with you where it's less about the game itself and more about the people that I am playing it with. Like yeah. I don't play like Apex, a game that I've we've been playing the shit out of it for the past like year, year and a half. Uh I don't play it solo. Like I just don't right. play solo because that game for me, while I'm sure I could have a good time solo, that game for me is made by the fact that I get to play with you and Caleb or Grant Davis and we just fucking dick around and still like win games. Like Honestly, that, that it, for me is what makes it the most fun. I would, yeah, I would never think to really play that by myself. The only times I'm on there is when I'm playing with either you or I'd say a handful of other people, even, even play, people who I'm not making, say any names, but they're not really the most skilled, but they're just, they're cool right. to play with because they, you make memories on it and you have fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want, I was thinking we could run through and I just want to kind of talk about uh, some games that we used to play that kind of aren't really played anymore. So like we could talk about like older COD games if we want. The Call of Duty series is the first thing that comes to mind. Like I want to talk about Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3 because I like, like Dayton was saying, I was always a very big zombies player. Right. Like played zombies would like especially during Black Ops Three when zombies was at its peak, like I was like in the zombies community doing Easter eggs. Like I did all the Easter eggs, got all the maps, played all the DLC. Like I did all zombies for such a long time that for me Black Ops Three, while it didn't make my list because. Overall, I'm one of the people that hasn't played a ton of COD throughout their life. Other than like, I played a shit ton of zombies, but I didn't play. I didn't play a lot of COD multiplayer except for Modern Warfare 2019. I played an ass load of that game and had a very good time doing it. Um, but granted, that was because I was playing with my friends. I think that game was fun, but super imbalanced. But I just had a good time playing 10v10 shipment with all my friends. Like, fucking, yeah. there should never be 20 people on a shipment map, but there were. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was fun. But it's like the old COD games are one of those games for me that, like, were a big part that didn't make my list. But if it had been top 10 games, would have made my list. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Feel free to obviously chime in whenever. Um, if you have right. thoughts or whatever. Uh, yeah, the Call of Duty series, it wasn't, I loved zombies. I played, I played a ton of it, but it was more, 
uh, just uh, I guess the story mode and the earlier, the, even the earlier games that really made it like a hit for me. I've, uh, it's got me into 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 shooting games like the very the very early early Call of Duties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say was, again, along with the zombies in the first couple uh, Black Ops and even Call of Duty games. Um, then we switched to they tried to make it futuristic with Advanced Warfare. Advanced yeah. Warfare was one of my favorite Call of Duty games. I loved Advanced Warfare. I still play it every Christmas. It's just a thing. But Advanced Warfare, I don't know what it was about Kevin Spacey being the villain. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if it was something about that or I don't know. The campaign was great. I loved like moving around in the air. It was kind of AIDS, but it was kind of fun. Um, I don't know what it was, but I think, especially like the earlier Call of Duties were a lot more of what I played. And now, like recently, I did play a little bit of Cold War with my stepdad, Brian. Brian loved that game. Uh, um, and what was the other one? World War Two, I think it was. That one I played a little bit. But you know, COD, I, I wish they would, you know, take a step back, not release one every year and just, you know, constantly update one and try to make like a very well-polished game that gives, you know, like all three elements something that they can, like zombies campaign and multiplayer. You know what I mean? If they could just try to balance it out a little bit instead of focusing on one like Battle Royale or something like that and kind of give the other two modes like you know, an updated version of what was last year's Call of Duty zombies and campaign, but just like a little bit better. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, I will say the Cold War campaign was very good. I played that. I it love was that campaign. Good. Uh, Didn't get a chance to play it. But I just think if they would take maybe two or three years to make every Call of Duty, you know, they could constantly update it with the season pass. You know, that, that model never fails uh, unless you play Destiny. Um, and... You know, you could just see the season pass drop like little DLCs, like whatever the Godzilla one they're doing right now. I saw, I was like, yeah. what in the actual fuck is happening in Call of Duty? It's, they've um, gone the wrong direction with it, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, I know they are. But um, but if they would drop them. DLCs and stuff like that, um, and then just have every two or three years something that bounces out, I think it would be a lot better. Call of Duty's become a cash grab for a as a franchise yep. it's it, they're just repeating it and it's going downhill they're spiraling people just keep buying it because of the franchise name but mm-hmm. it's it's really falling off it's a shame yeah. like all the og players are not playing it anymore there is a new community coming around like I mean, the kids that were our age when we played the older ones they're the ones playing the newer ones for the most part i mean it's yeah. just it's warzone completely revived the cut franchise yeah, single-handedly. I mean, Modern Warfare 2019 did well and was doing well, but Warzone kind of piggybacked off of the success of Fortnite and Apex and catapulted Call of Duty to arguably the highest it's ever been. And if you don't want to say that, and I mean, in terms of like, popularity not in terms of like quality of the game um but arguably the most popular call of duty has ever been and if you don't want to say that certainly the high the most popular it's been since like the black ops 2 
Black Ops 3 era. Right. Um, and then I wanted to talk very briefly um, about Battle Royales in general and how this might end up being a longer discussion, and that's fine because we got plenty of time. Um, but I want us to say that I think Battle Royales are killing gaming. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I yeah. think it's sorry. Go ahead. It's sort of like the most popular, and every new game that comes out is focused more on battle royale, especially by the bigger companies. I I just think that battle royales have taken the idea of casual gaming and completely destroyed it, because now for me, like in what I'm witnessing, I think that. Battle Royales have made it so that if you're not first, you don't, like, it's either you're first or you, like, you're first or you last kind of thing. If you're not yeah. first, you last. Like, so now it, Battle Royales have made it so that everybody is super sweaty. Everybody has to use the best strat. Everybody has to use the best gun. Like, it's kind of taken away casual gaming, if that makes sense. And I also think Part of that is also due to the lack of split screen in games now. Like, in like Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2, like that era, every game had split screen. But now yeah. I think because consoles are so much more available to the masses, I think, and because since it's become more about the money and less about the game, and specifically and most noticeably with Call of Duty, um, it has become, well, why would I let two people play on one copy of the game when I could get, when I could make it so that two people have to play on two separate copies of the game? Like, that doubles my income. So I think that is a big factor along with the Battle Royale genre. Yeah. Um, one thing about Call of Duty that uh, recently I saw Nick Merckx talk about was how mostly in the recent games, there's always, I mean, well, there's always a best weapon in the game, you know what I mean? But, um, <clears throat> Galhorn. <laughs> um, but usually in the most recent Call of Duties, there's always like, you know, what is it, like the MP5 or something. Yeah. You can't just go into a game with the gun you want to use and you like because you'll just get shit on by other people that are using the best game and kill you in three shots. You know what I mean? So I think they just need to, like I was saying with all three modes, campaign, multiplayer, zombies, they need to balance the guns as well so that people can use what they want to use instead of what the meta YouTubers and streamers use so that all the lobbies aren't AIDS anymore. You know, that's why a lot of people stop playing it and, you know, myself included. I agree that they struggle with the balancing of guns. The Call of Duty franchise is just, they're notorious for it now. There's three or four guns that are the meta, and it's really sad because it, it, the franchise itself is suffering because of it. No, They're losing a lot of their older players because there's no joy in like the older games where there were more options, although other guns were still viable. There's only a handful that are viable nowadays. Yeah. yeah, I think, and obviously, perfect balance is 
impossible, pretty much. It, not pretty much. Perfect balance is impossible. Like something yeah. is always going to be better than some, than something else, and that is fine. That's just an aspect of game design. Um, and at, like, is no shameless plug here, but like, as a game design major, especially that's something I've come to realize more and more, is that like most people will understand that perfect balance isn't really possible. But looking at it more from a design perspective, it is even clear as to why perfect balance is impossible. But on the other hand, a game like Apex that I think is incredibly, incredibly balanced in terms of the weapon play, like there are a few things and there are obviously exceptions like <clears throat> the Spitfire when it was on the ground. Uh, the first time, yeah. like, that gun was stupidly busted. Um, but the way that Apex counters that is they put it in this care package and it makes it RNG so that, you like, you can't pick it up off the floor anymore. You have to get it out mm -hmm. of a care package. And there's only, like, there's, like, six of them that spawn a game or something, or eight, and you're not even guaranteed to get a weapon in a care package. Um, so I think that... And that is they're they're able to do that because it is a battle royale. Um, like you couldn't do that in a Call of Duty game. But no, there's no vaulting it unless you just take it away completely. Right. But I think that is Apex is a game that I think other developers need to take notes from because that game's balance is unbelievable, and their design team and balance team is amazing because that game's yeah. ability to keep. Like, and there are weapons that are quote unquote better than others. Like the R three hundred one is the best gun in the game, but not because it's statistically better. It's just because it's the easiest to use. Right. So, and there's no gun that's the best in everything. It's right. More there's R three hundred one. Let's say for for example, is solid at mid to longer range. When you got the R ninety nine that flourishes at close range. Right. They're in, and they're in the same weapon category they're both light guns yeah um but and then so the other way to deal with bad balance is the fortnite approach and you just take shit out of the game uh <laughs> i'm not just saying that this is a good idea but this is definitely the approach that fortnite took and i kind of wanted to get y'all's thoughts on balance ver like if something is uber broken is it better to leave it in the game and hope to fix it either with a big nerf or slowly over time or do you take the fortnite approach and just remove it from the game um, i think it i think it depends on the game playing because I mean, disabling a gun is always nice if it's insanely broken or insanely bad, you know, because no one wants to use a bad gun and no one wants to be killed by the same gun by everyone if it's completely busted. Um, I think uh, that kind of like what Destiny does and also what Fortnite does. I think taking the gun out of the game... Um, and, you know, fix... Well, I guess Destiny and Fortnite are kind of different. Fortnite, 
I, some guns they take out of the game are guns that people like and aren't as overpowered as you know people think they are, which I don't know why they do that. I mean, I know they want to put new guns in the game, but like you know, there's no need to take guns out that people actually like and people actually play the game for just so you can promote new ones that no one's going to use. That's just my thing. Um, then you have games like Destiny that'll actually like disable the gun temporarily and apply the fixes that need to be, or they'll just hot fix it and patch it um, in a weekly update or something. Um, I think it really depends on the game in order to, you know, how the system of the game works, how weapons work in that game. Um, I think if it's a very noticeable thing, I think you need to take it out of the game. But if it's something that, you know, is noticeable, but it's not as bad as, say, an MP5 and Call of Duty, um, you can temporarily disable it, apply the fixes, and give it back to players. Um, but I think it really just depends on the game. That's just that's just my thoughts. I can agree with that. I think it. Um, I think it definitely has to vary between the different games because they all don't want to have to copy each other. So they have to take a different approach from each other. They don't really have a choice because then they'll all be become too similar if they took the same approach like they would if they were to all fix their weapons the same way. They have to take a different approach, just like Fortnite. They pull their guns. They just pull them out, vault them, fix them, and then they eventually reintroduce them. Apex does it a different way where they'll basically, instead of making them worse and leaving them on the ground, they'll make them even a little better and pull a different gun from the care package and put that one in. And they have to have a different method of fixing their guns. And I feel like in their own ways, they do a decent job at each. Do I think one is a better way than the other yeah i think i think apex actually personally since i do play it the most as well as i think you guys do as well um it's it's definitely the most optimal way of doing things is to not take it away from the player base completely but make it tougher to get and actually make it stronger just make it much less likely to acquire that's the that's the best way i think to go about doing it yeah. Yeah, I think that's very valid. Uh and I would tend to agree with that. Um so I kinda wanna keep rolling on the battle royale train for a minute. Um so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to Hunter first on this and then I'll go to Dayton afterwards. Um but I wanted so I'm I want to get y'all's thoughts on if you have say there's this big new game releasing like and it's supposed to be it's gonna shake up the market it's gonna it's you know it's an fps game it's an fps game but it is meant to shake up the market and to uh completely like quote-unquote dethrone call of duty or whatever or apex uh as the king of the battle royale quote-unquote um what like do you think a game that is just a battle royale like apex like do you think there it is possible for a game like that to come out and break its way in to the market i definitely think it's possible is it tough to beat out a franchise like the call of duty franchise not definitely not easy 
But um, if they adver- advertise it right and introduce it right to the community and don't have too many bugs, make sure that it's set up correctly and that it, they're not going to run into too many issues from from the get-go, it's definitely doable. Uh, the Call of Duty franchise is tough to cut down and tough to dethrone, as you would say, because they're so well-known. They've been around for forever, and they, they're the, they were the first ones to the table with the type of BR that they decided to go with. And it is the more Call of Duty style of gameplay. It's it's a battle royale Call of Duty style. It's what people are used to. To dethrone them, you need to throw something out there that a lot of the the Call of Duty player base would have interest in and pull them away from it. Something that would more take some of each of the major battle royales that are out like now right now, like Fortnite, Apex, Call of Duty, and drag something that each of those games have and make it so that they all have, or that game you're making or they're bringing out has an aspect of each of those that all those player bases would love and pull them out. That's the only way I can really see a new game coming out and dethroning a game like Call of Duty with Warzone. I couldn't see anything else really being possible unless you pull something out of all the different player bases. Um, Yeah, so I think... Two, three years ago, yes, because Fortnite would like when Fortnite did all their battle royale stuff and started out. You know, I I played it for what the first five seasons, six seasons, and I kind of drifted off because it got stale. Um, Warzone when it came out, I played it for the first two, three weeks, and it got stale. Battle royales for me. If there's not a constant update and they keep, you know, doing slightly different things, doesn't have to change the whole aspect of it, but they do slightly different things, sure. Um, I think the reason I say two, three years ago is, you know, not Warzone wasn't, I don't think, I don't know if it was even a thing two, three years ago. I know Fortnite was, um, was Apex starting out, I War, think, War, So Apex is the oldest. Um, uh, okay, but but I what I Fortnite is really the first battle royale that really right. exploded. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, Fortnite is one of the biggest games of all time, if not, mm-hmm. I mean, arguably the biggest game of all time. As much as I hate yeah. to say it, it is arguably the most popular game of all time. Um, right, and yeah. but it was Warzone came out during uh covid it came out during 2020 okay um but yeah i think i think it was about three years ago then we'll say that we'll say that uh yes right now i think there's so much competition for you to even get a game that's somewhat popular i think like what hunter was saying if you took an aspect from each of the games that people enjoy and you put it into a game um then it would be somewhat successful sure i just don't see it rivaling the other big companies and big games because they've had so much time to you know put all that work into um the games they've created and um make these games what they are today and i just don't see another game you know rising that popular uh to compete with the other ones now it could be like a like a Let's see what can I compare it to. I mean, Splitgate's not a battle royale, but it's kind of like something that you know is possible. Uh, a small studio making a game, and then it, right. you know it's not it's a battle a royale. Flop. 
yeah it, it got yeah. really popular and then it kind of you know flopped so i yeah, think i have a I have a very um, hot take. I okay. think Player Unknown's Battlegrounds blew their shot. They were the first yeah, in the table. I agree. They, yeah. they blew that really hard. I they agree. had such a good shot at being the big battle royale, and they killed that. They went yeah. the complete wrong direction. They were the first ones to the table, really. I mean, you had yeah, games like, sure. uh, what was the one that, um, God, I can't think of it right now. Uh, there was one that was before that. It was like the actual OG Battle Royale. Um, oh, God. What was it? Uh, what was before PUBG? I don't, I don't know, actually. I'm going to check right now. Uh, I feel like I should know this. I, I don't know why I can't remember. It doesn't really matter, but PUBG was the 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 real big first BR. They had a huge shot. They were the first to the table, really, at a new market. And they had, I mean, they were similar to what Warzone is now, but it was actually somewhat balanced. They just needed to really buckle down and get their game worked on because it was really buggy. Are you thinking but- of uh, Daisy? Perhaps. No, not Daisy either. Uh, I'll I'll figure the, it out as we're going. But I, I I don't think so. I, God, what is it? It's I'll figure it out in a bit, but it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Uh, but um, I think they definitely blew their shot. They they could have been the big battle royale. They had it. I played the game for forever. I played it when it was first out when it was big. Mm. And it, they they died. They went the wrong direction. I actually was on it recently, and it's a mess. It's a mess. Really? It's nowhere near what it used to be, and it's so it's falling back. Like it's not good. It was better when it was buggy. Now they just instead of fixing all their bugs and everything, it's all the same. They just added emotes and stuff. They added battle passes, like Fortnite started doing. They tried to copy them instead of actually just fixing, fixing their game and having their own spot at the table. Because they had that spot, and they could have they could have been the big battle royale. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, so, the next question I kind of want to pose is, and I'll, I will start us off with this one, but is, do you think a game that isn't part of an already established franchise, like a Halo, uh can even succeed without a battle royale so say there's say there's a game that isn't a story game so like uh i don't even know uh it's so like give me an example of like tomb raider tomb raider not a game like tomb raider because tomb raider is purely story based but say it's a multiplayer game like a call like a first person shooter game it has regular yeah, kind of like Splitgate. Splitgate, okay. yeah, Splitgate is a great example. Uh, so, and Splitgate works for this argument because I think it is nearly impossible for a game that is not already part of a big franchise to break into the market unless it has a battle royale. Um. I don't think any games nowadays are going to be near as successful as they can be if they don't have VR. Yeah. 
Because a no lot of kids nowadays play a lot of Battle Royale games, especially on their phones or tablets or parents' tablets or parents' computers. or You know, that's how they get into gaming is usually Fortnite because it's more of a kid's game. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just think as long as, you know, kids think it's enjoyable, then adults are going to play because that's all kids want to watch streamers play. You know, if there's no games that the kids are playing, streamers are going to struggle unless you're... You know, I I know a lot of people aren't kids that, you know, watch streams and it'd still be successful. I'm just saying a lot of, you know, with how technology's developed, a lot of kids nowadays do watch streamers play games and that influences the kids to play games, but also the kids have their favorite games um, that's more common that streamers will play. Kind of like Ninja, when Fortnite was really popular. Um, you know, Courage, all of them. Um, I remember I don't, the old Battle yeah. Royale. I just, I don't, I don't think so, honestly. Because, um, you know, Splitgate was great for a good four or five weeks. So I played it, and then it just kind of fell off. So like, I feel like a game, yes, yeah. it would be really popular, but then it just kind of fell off. So I, I thoroughly enjoy Splitgate. Like, I think it's super fun. Um, but just because, like, so the development team at release was two people. Uh, mm. I, I They have expanded since then. Um, but with a tiny studio, I think you stand even less of a chance and unless you're a story game, I think it is really almost impossible to break into the market. And we saw this with, and even though it was kind of before the quote unquote time of the battle Royale, uh, Anthem was supposed to be the next game like mm-hmm. anthem was supposed to be it like it was yes. anthem was that dude up until it yeah. came out and then it came out and completely flopped um right. and this isn't directly related to the battle royale argument but it has everything to do with it feels like it's impossible to break into the market right now well i want to say you can definitely rival battle royale games with a good story game. So like mm-hmm. it just for example, just throwing out there like Resident Evil Village, Borderlands, <laughs> um, God of War, The Last yeah. of Us, uh I mean even Titanfall, like games like really good stories. Um Assassin's Creed, you know, there are a lot of good story games that can definitely rival battle royale games. Um and yeah. that, that makes me happy because I love a good story game. I'm a sucker for a good story game. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to get some hype behind them. Though. Oh, Spider Man, the Spider Man games. Yeah, good too. I love Spider Man. I mean, there, there's always going to be a place in the market for story games. Um, mm-hmm. That'll never go away. But I, a better way to frame it is as a PvP game, a PvP based game. I think you have to have a BR in order to succeed. I agree, definitely. There's no shot outside of that. It's just they released a new Titanfall. Maybe that would be something. But the second one wasn't as popular as the first one. I loved the second one. Yeah, no, the the second one was way more popular. Yeah, I I just didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. The second second one was huge. I know me and Dalen played it a good bit. I played the fuck out of it. Um, I I I enjoyed the first one. I know that. I knew it was a great game. 
I just yeah. had no one to play with from the second one, and I, I didn't hear, I didn't personally hear a lot of hype around it. I think it would be a good game because the, the first one was really, really solid. Yeah. Yes. It is it is super fun. But, but again, the thing is, Titanfall is a pre, is an already established major franchise now. Right. Yeah, if it wasn't, then it definitely like, have a harder time. Uh, you would be hard-pressed to walk around to people today that play actively play video games and for them to not know what Titanfall is. Like, it is uh, it is definitely a larger percentage than wouldn't know what, like, Call of Duty is or Fortnite, but Titanfall is a very big franchise now. So I think that, yes, I think... And, and even more so than it is... You can get into the market, but I think having elongated success, being at the front of the industry for a long time, I think right now is genuinely impossible unless you have a battle royale. Yeah. I don't see anything to happen into it anytime soon. Because a lot of the games nowadays are just, well, I mean, there are some good story games, but a lot of the games nowadays are just revamped like uh, the new, ah, fucking the new Star Wars, um, Knights of the Old Republic remake? Yes, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yes, that one. Um, just a lot of games are like that, that they're remastering, redoing. That I mean, I'm going to buy that one and fucking play the shit of it. Yeah, um, but, you know, it's just, I mean, it's working, you know. I, right. I love when they remaster games. I fucking like, you know, kind of like Battlefront, kind of. Um, kind of like these other games, like Resident Evil, you know, revamp the series, you know, stuff like that. Um Somewhat Assassin's Creed, yeah. I mean, they've always continued, but like that's that, just how it is. That is the other problem with Battle Royales, is because it works, they're not going to go away for a very long time, if ever. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like gaming will always have its trends, kind of. Like, you know, for a while, it was the futuristic game. Uh, like, when that like when Call of Duty was coming out and like when Halo was at its peak, uh, it was like the time of the futuristic combat games. And right now I think the trend for the gaming industry is battle royales, but I find it hard to believe that they will go away because they are so successful and they're so fucking replayable Mm -hmm. and bigger than almost anything right now. They make for good esports. Yes, I want to do a whole another episode on esports um, because that is a huge yeah. topic. Um, but it is. I think kind of to kind of to wrap up. I think, and I think you guys would agree with me that it is very hard and nearly impossible to really break into the market and have sustained success unless you have a battle royale. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt. So, uh, yeah. I uh, Unless anybody has any last thoughts, I think that might do it for uh, this week or today, yeah. I guess. Uh, so that will be the end of our top games slash what turned into a battle royale discussion uh we did kind of take a turn there in the middle but it's kind of what this podcast is about so we're not exactly structured uh 
So yeah, that is going to be it for today. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, again for joining me. Um, hopefully, as I said in the last episode, we can kind of start getting these out more often. Uh, and who knows what we'll be talking about next week? Yeah. So yeah, we'll be talking about something. something. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be something. something. Probably video games. Because we just talked about football, and there's not really much football happening right now. <laughs> Correct. So, but yeah, until next time.